Thank you for tuning in to another week of Swerving to the Lane with Brit and Gang. This week I got Kev. It's just me and Kev. It ain't a whole little crew this week. Yo, yo. It's been a long time, my man. Crazy. They come in handy. Don't have bandwidth, come in handy. Some of you. Shit. 
Right now. Bro, tug on it real quick. Look, it's secure. It's tight. That's it's what I said. Tight. Cause my nigga, I told you you probably that shit came with the cone piece that sits in. Yeah. That shit got the combination lock on it or like. Not the combination lock, y'all. Y'all wicked with it, bitch. I can't. Y'all wicked. Shout out to my niggas that be that be fucking hair fishing too, cause y'all niggas is just as bad. Nigga. Shorty, so like I said, there's mad variables that can happen in that shit. 
Like if I'm fucking with Shorty, and she gets pregnant when we're together, you kick rocks. Kick rocks. You know what I'm saying? The whole Frank said, if you get pregnant and tell me yes, that's not your kid, and I know for sure that's not my kid, eat a Frank said. If I come into a situation and you have a kid, mm-hmm. if we pursue something, I have no choice but to help take care of your kid because I'm there. Yes, they have a father, and I'm not going to be that kid's father. But if we're together and you have a kid, that's part of the responsibility. Bro, Some niggas would be like, fuck them kids. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that a nigga going to jump out the window anytime, like, especially if they got a daddy. But. Like I said, if we're together, if I'm, you know, I'm coming to the crib and I'm buying food to eat, I'm not just buying you food to eat and me food to eat. Your kid gotta eat too. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying I'm the best dude in the world, but I ain't, ain't shit, nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. I feel you. Good game. Good game. Nah, fuck that. You try to play with me, but I'm gonna show these intentions and shit. Nah, Listen, you know me already. I'm in particular. You have to say what it is because I'm going to be reading. I, I be it. forgetting what it's called. I be reading through shit. I, I'm an overthinker. You know, my shit thought of. I got 50 fucking tabs open in my head right now. Mm-hmm. As soon as you give me a question, I need 20 different tabs open up. I'm dead. So I wanted to get into this week's. Um, go to hell portion. I think you probably already know who I'm gonna choose. Who the baby? Hell yeah, the baby you done fucked up now, they on your ass, nigga. Nah. They on your fucking ass because nah. you played your fucking self. And you know what? I'm gonna go on, I'm gonna stick beside C. Breezy. Perform motherfucking and get the fuck off the stage. Because you been running your mouth too fucking much and now you done put your foot in your fucking mouth. Yes or no, but I was having a yes discussion. Yes and no. Let me tell you. I was having a discussion with my wife about this shit. All right. Hey, wife. Word. Hey, baby. Ice cut. Just no. Um, <laughs> we were talking about, we actually talking about it this morning. Well, people have to understand with a lot of these motherfuckers, especially a lot of these motherfuckers that's coming into the industry, you gotta understand where he's from. This nigga is a country ass down south motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Who was probably raised by that old school grandma, that old school civil rights grandmother, you know what I'm saying? That their state stay in their little hick town. So their views are different. That's like me, me being a Jamaican, you know what I'm saying? Me being Jamaican. I was raised by old school Jamaican Christians and a lot of this shit. Back to my boy. And all that shit like that. Mm-hmm. These are close-minded people. They're not in the. They don't live in the times that we live in now. They stuck in their ways. Yeah, exactly. They're stuck in their ways. And that's understandable. But he's an entertainer, and he's also in an era where shit is starting to change. Now, I'm not saying you're not allowed to have your opinions, but again, you're an entertainer. But that's you also- know all about cancel culture. You putting your foot in your mouth, that's gonna fuck up your money, bro. But that's also the responsibility of his PR team. Like, you gotta be able, like I said, you're I'm paying you all this money to make sure that my shit is good. You don't think that 
But he keep getting on fucking social media, calling himself, addressing it, and making matters worse for himself. Because he is a country ass nigga trying to explain himself. And he, like I said, you got you got to look at how people are raised. And first off, let me just say this. Fuck all this bullshit. No matter what he said, fuck y'all. Because a lot of y'all motherfuckers are mad at what he said, but y'all are still happy y'all racist motherfuckers are still on the same agenda and nobody's not addressing that. So it's, so y'all can be mad at him for talking about you're raising him if you don't have AIDS and all that other shit, but y'all still calling us niggas regular. Like that shit is nothing. I think I cancel him for that, but nobody else is being canceled for the whole you a nigga, this is a nigga, fucking go back to where you come from all that shit. No, people that do that definitely need to be canceled and they need to get their ass. They need to get their ass or they need to be canceled. But like I said, if we're not addressing if we're not addressing that as a country, mm-hmm. fuck what he said. He has an opinion. And I'm saying to like assholes, everyone has one. Exactly. Like at the end of the day, if he didn't have money, y'all be like, fuck his opinion. So because he has money, y'all gonna Oh, no, 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 he's still a regular person. He still eats brief shits, whether he has money or not. He's into a whole, he's coming into a whole different environment. This nigga's coming from a population of probably 2,000 people, maybe less in his town, to going to California and looking at all this type of fuckery that's going on across the country. Because you gotta remember, in them towns out there, you maybe have one or two gay people, if that. If they're even out the closet. These are the down, especially the down south, older southern grandparents and parents and shit, they're setting their ways. Homosexuality is not something that they deal with. And when it comes up, they're going to talk about it how they talk about it. Excuse my language for the inside. We don't like, we don't like them homosexuals. We don't like that. No, man is supposed to be with a man. Mm-hmm. Woman's supposed to be with a excuse me, a man's supposed to be with a woman, a woman's supposed to be with a man. That man on man shit, that shit is gay. Mm-hmm. You can't be mad at how he was raised. You can't be mad I'm at how I'm not he even was. mad at how he was raised. I just felt like what he said was very close-minded and very ignorant. It was like we're in an era, we're in there's you have so much access to you have social media. You have fucking Google. You have a phone. Right, That's we a one. Whole, like we had a whole Two. president. We had a, a whole four years of ignorance. That's what I'm saying. Like I just feel like this fucking world right now it's has so been it's just, fucking sensitive. They are not. I give you that. The world right now is definitely too sensitive. But at the same time, there should be a limit to the ignorance. But how can you, but this thing has been famous for what? Three, four years? Mm-hmm. Three, four years. And in three, four years, he should have fucking learned a little something about the industry business. Yeah. Yeah. No, yes. Yes. But then how can you, three, three four years can't turn around on a whole 20 something years right, of, but of, you know what I'm saying? You just gotta, shut the, you gotta keep that mind. The yes, that's exactly what it is. Sometimes you just gotta shut the fuck up. You are an entertainer. That is your fucking job. If you was at work right now and you was working the nine to five and you made comments like that, your ass would be fucking fired. You definitely be fucking fired. Yeah. But the beautiful thing is, 
He's not. He's an entertainer. He's an entertainer, and now his statements have offended and affected so many it people. A lot of people. That's he, money that's gonna be coming out of his fucking pocket. Yeah, he wants, he wants some deals. He's some. He wants some deals. Yeah, he did. I get that. I say that he wants some deals. But the mainstream consumer are not going to stop fucking buying his shit. So the money, none of the money is not gonna stop. And you know what? By next week or the week after next. Somebody else is gonna do some fuck shit, and he's gonna be forgotten. And he's gonna be forgotten about. That's one thing about. That's one thing about this whole culture. As a whole, all it takes is for somebody else to do something else, and the shit that you just did got forgotten. That's true. So, babies. So, like I said. So, right now, he is all in the headlines. Yeah. Somebody gonna shoot somebody. One of these crackers is gonna come out and speak about some shit. Or one of these fucking house niggas is gonna come out. Not the saltine. Yes. Still no English. Fucking crackers. Y'all can say nigga all day. I'm gonna say crackers. That's what I do. I could call you. I, I could go. I could go back to word. Ritz. Saltine. Oh, Toasted. Cheese it. Oh, the buttery ones. Oh my god, those shits are so good. Wheat thin. I love me some wheat. Let <laughs> me stop. You making me hungry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it is what it is, man. Like I said, you're only like I said, you're only as famous as I can't even get the shit out right now. All right. So but you get what I'm saying. My next reason of why the baby is on the fucking list. Now I understand everybody has their feelings about the whole Meg Tory situation. Cool. And. I just feel like he was fucked up for it, straight up. Because you, you have, you've been portraying like you and Meg. That's your sis. You rock with her. You fuck with her. Even when y'all had that little back and forth on Twitter and party jumping, you're still sticking by Meg. No, I'm a real ass nigga. Blase, blase, whoop de whoop. Then you go and roll out, and right after, not only right after she performed. And right after you finished performing her song that you're on, you bought Tori out, bro. That song that they got is popping right now. Like That's said, not the like fucking point. Thing. Don't sit here and pump how low you are and how much of a real nigga no. you are and you just doing bozo shit like that. But that was a bozo ass cult, period. Yes and no. You just said it. He's an entertainer. He has to entertain. Yes, but like, come on. I mean, know. at what point do your morals come into play? Morals come into play? You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, they know what it is. And this is the shit that kills me. This is why men and females differ. And this is why I say all the time it's logic over emotion. A check is a check, bro. I'm loyal to you. But I also I'm also on a label. So like the song that they did, that song could have been done way before the shit happened. It maybe just got cleared recently. And it's you know what I'm saying? You gotta remember that. Mm-hmm. They'll be doing songs two, three years, and then a sample may not get cleared. Um, Tory's label may not be cleared. Baby's label may not be cleared. So when they finally got cleared, they put it out. It's the summertime. That shit is a banger. You still got obligations to your label. As much as I'm loyal to you, if I got an obligation to this label that I have to put out a certain amount of shit, mm-hmm. or I'm fucked, I gotta pay a certain amount of money back, you know how much money these niggas spend? They gotta put, like I said, as much money, they're giving them checks right here. But that shit gotta be recouped. 
Yeah. If that's the bedroom and this is what the people are asking for, yo, you gotta understand, sis. As much as I'm loyal to you, I'm loyal to my family first. Because if I fucked up, you're not gonna give half of that check, half of your check to me. That's true, but I don't you know what I'm saying? I get, and I get what you're saying, and like I say, he's a real nigga. You know what I'm saying? I get, yeah, I get, but that's I get the whole thing. You can't punk you a real nigga and then do. I don't know. But do real niggas do real things? Like I said, if you put my friends or my family, I gotta take care of my family. You know what I'm saying? You gotta understand that we all coming from shit. Yeah. Meg is coming from shit. He's coming from shit. I got a whole family. This nigga literally just took his whole family on vacation before this. Niggas ain't have shit. These niggas was living in nothing. Yeah. Now this nigga can afford to take his whole family on vacation. As much look how many niggas did songs with niggas that they didn't like. It's but it's we're the consumer. Yeah. If we're asking for that shit, the labels are gonna put you into it. There's certain shit, like I said, there's still there's a certain shit morally that some people shouldn't do. Yeah. But at the end of the day, my family and yours, you're still eating, we're making money still. Over here. Right. We're making money still over here. But I also have obligations to certain shit. And I also got an obligation to promote certain shit. If the song is banging, like I said, it could have been one year, it could have been two years, it could have been right before the, sh- the shooting shit. Yeah. If that shit was current and was popping, and we want, like I said, you doing a show like Rolling Loud, you know what it takes to get on some of those shits? Uh, I, I mean, I hear you. And I feel you 100%, but it's just like, I don't know. They, everybody said this industry, industry shit is real fucking weird. This shit real, is shaky. Yo, this shit is real, wild. Real, real walky. So it's like, I'm, I get it. That shit is wild, man. Like I said, you gotta. I, I get you, it. You, but travel, you, you walk on a fine line with that shit. Yeah. You gotta walk on a fine line because you gotta remember, you're only as popping as your last as hit. As your last hit. You're right. Look how many niggas is coming out and coming out with heat right now. And there's a million other motherfuckers trying to get on and trying to get in your spot. So what am I going to do? Meg, why you lit? I got another song that's lit. I'm not supposed to put it out? I'm not supposed to to promote this shit? I'm not supposed to put it out. I'm not supposed to promote this shit? The nigga here. You can promote it, but it was... I feel like it was the timing that he did it. Like, bro, right after Shorty fucking performed, you gonna perform her song. Cool. You had to bring old boy out on the stage, too. Niggas probably knew he was dead. Now, if he did the song and didn't have homeboy there, they probably would like, the niggas probably would have been bugging, like, yo, this nigga ain't bring Tori up. Why? Yeah. He performed that song without Mag? He did. Yeah, because they not fucking with each other right now. But he, but you gotta remember, they are still on, they're still on the same song, and he probably got album credit on it too. So part of that song probably went out. Okay, so you could have still performed your song without Tori. That's she's doing that shit because they're beefing. He's not. Beefing. But that's supposed to be his sis. Of course, that's of course. his friend. My nigga, everything that we do as friends, you're not gonna agree with. That's true. You're not gonna agree with it. But then it makes you question what's your motive, what's your real yeah, loyalty don't, behind it. Because the nigga could pop, because the nigga could be telling the nigga like, yo, bro, I really don't fuck with you like that. 
But we have an obligation to this shit. Them contracts be fucking crazy. Lots of talk again. That's your sleepy time. And that shit anymore? still went on. Did you stop or are you still moving? I stopped. Hopefully, I'll come back. But, um. I'll probably have another alarm set, y'all. I, mean, I know. Yo, listen, I'm asleep. I got to work on the work that's well. And I'll put my shit on silent. But, you got obligations to these labels. Yeah. These labels don't give a fuck about you. Them niggas will drop you and then be like, yo, you didn't fulfill your obligation. You still owe me some amount of money. Man, you gonna give them that bread? So this this leads forward into our topic for the week. So, do you feel like it's taking a, it's adding like extra drama into Meg's life as far as allowing her to heal from that whole situation? No, I'm not giving her no extra drama. She's making she's going off of emotions. She's going off of emotions. Oh. She's hurt. And, she I, feel and, I, and I get it. And I get it. But at the end of the day, if it, when it comes down to that check, if it was her, she's going to take that check because she has a family to take care of. I get the loyalty part. I definitely get it. But it's not a regular situation like we on the street. These people are working for their family. Hold up. This is how we feed in our families. This is how we feed in our families. Um, my bad. It's okay. Shout out to my cousin Ken. Um, if this is how we feed in our families, my nigga, I'm going to feed my family. At the end of the day, it's nothing personal to me. You could be my sis, but that's like working at a job right now. And you dealing with a certain person. And y'all got an issue or whatever. Are you going to quit your job? Are you going to quit your job for this person? No, you're going to feed your family. So you're going to handle your business. Regardless. It's nothing personal. And you can look. Yeah, he, he probably done told her, like, yo, it's nothing personal. This is the business. This is what we have to do. This is what I got to do to feed my family. All money ain't good money. That's, that's one thing I always say. All money is not good money. But if his money, if he's getting a certain amount of bread for this song, yeah. Meg, you got to understand, baby. This is a check. Before the whole shit happened, Tory Lanez was damn near one of the biggest artists in the world. <coughs> the nigga had... The nigga had quarantine radio popping on IG the whole time through the fucking through COVID. Tory was live. Sometimes you gotta ride that wave, even though Baby got his own wave. Mm-hmm. But like I said, that whole time through the pandemic, they probably didn't did songs. How many? You don't know how many songs they didn't did that just didn't get cleared yet. Like I said, it's about my family at the end of the day. You're my friend, and I love you, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna tell you like, yo, it is what it is. Yeah. But then you come out, and this is like I said, but like I said all the time, logic over emotions. Now you done made the whole shit public, so now everybody's looking at us crazy, or looking at me crazy now because you couldn't hold it down emotionally. 
You could have just said, you could have said what you had to say to me. You, you could say, you could say what you had to say to me in private. We could have handled it in private. If you wasn't fucking with me, nobody had to know you wasn't fucking with me. Everything is not for everybody. But we can't dictate how people move when they're in the process of healing. No, you can't. But at the same time, like I said, you just made. That's like people that go on Facebook and air their fucking shit out. Nobody here is going to help you. Nobody here is going to help you. You're in the process of healing, especially if you have a situation where you're healing, you're dealing with a situation with somebody, and you've got a third party who's in the middle, who's neutral. Yes, you're my sis, but that could be my bro. You know what I'm saying? You put this nigga in the middle of y'all drama. But he had nothing to do with it. The nigga told you like, yo, it was... The nigga clearly said, yo, it was fuck shit. Yeah. But I have bros that have done fuck shit and I've called them on their fuck shit and we moved forward. Yo, bro, you did this a faggot shit. I just want to let you know that, you know what I'm saying? If you feel some type of way, I don't give a fuck. He called home... Like I said, he called homeboy publicly on his bullshit. Mm -hmm. We don't know what conversation they have behind the scenes. Because niggas is not going to, a lot of niggas, some niggas is bitches. But a lot of niggas is not going to do that back and forth shit. No, some niggas are really bitches. But some niggas is not going to do that back and forth shit online. Nah, nigga, I got your jack, you got my jack, or I get your number from my P. I have my P on team, get your P. On the lot. I get you on the horn. Them niggas probably hashed it out. Or at least agreed to disagree, made a song. Because you gotta understand, niggas don't have to be in the same studio to do songs no more. That's very true. Very true. The nigga Tory could have been in Canada. Baby could have been in LA. He could have been in New York. Laid his verses down. They put the shit together. The shit was hot. Not Tory could have been in Canada. You know what I'm saying? Anywhere. But, like I said, that was probably the one time, and you gotta remember. This is rolling loud, and this is the first one since COVID. Yeah. You don't think these niggas was trying to go all out? You know how much money they made off this fucking tour? This shit is a festival. You know how much money the niggas made? That's like going. That's like going to summer jam, and niggas bring somebody out. Old crowd will go crazy. Old crowds will go crazy. You think they didn't go crazy for that shit? Yeah. I gotta take care of my family, bro. Like I said, I can't knock her for healing. Heal. But you know what? They have professional people that help you with this. That's true. So are you open to therapy? Like a motherfucker. Yeah? Like a motherfucker. Hell yeah. That's the problem. Too many people aren't. They feel like they're going to be judged. But I feel like that's something that's like real heavy in the black community. Because like, when I was younger, I was really against therapy. And then a situation happened that forced not only me and my sister to have to go to therapy. And I was like, yo, I hate this shit. Like, at first, I fought that shit to the nail. Like, I was knocked down for that shit. Then I just finally was like, you know what, fuck it. Let me open up a little. And I opened up a little. And that shit did help me at some point. But it was like, I stopped wanting to do the work. Like, I just didn't give a fuck to do the work anymore. But now, my ass is in therapy, and I love it. I feel like it's like one of the best things that I could have done for myself as an adult. 
it's helping me kind of like process my thoughts because I'm a Virgo. Our minds be going a million miles a minute. We be thinking of any and every fucking scenario in the book. We stress ourselves out. We take on everyone's fucking baggage. I hate y'all. Wow. Virgos, y'all are the worst. What? Oh my god. Y'all like the most neediest slash. Yo, y'all be the niggas that be like, I can't stand nobody, I don't like nobody, Me. I don't need nobody, but then Me. turn around and be the neediest people in the world. <laughs> and then your attitudes are fucking disgusting. <laughs> I don't got an attitude. Kevin, since you know me, not I have not been me? the nicest person. With me, yes. Yes. <laughs> But my nigga, I've seen it. My sisters are Virgos. Oh my god. I fucked Virgos. Can't, every Virgo that I've ever fucked, I can't stand no bitches. Why? My sisters. We just said this in last week's episode. Now I can tell you one thing. Oh, man. I'm Virgo. I would never, if, 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 ever, ever in my life, ever again, dealt with another Virgo. I think I've only dealt it maybe once or twice in my life, and I, it was just hell. It was like, what the fuck am Virgos and Geminis, I can't deal with you. I, I can be cordial with y'all. The little friend? No. Oh. Virgos. Fucking Gemini, man. Gemini's are fucking. God bless y'all. My child's a Gemini. God bless y'all. No, 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 no. And Taurus. Taurus are off. My best friend's Taurus. Off individuals. My best friend's a Taurus. Yeah, off. I can deal with Taurus. Let's say it. Sorry. I love my wife. Pisces are a bunch of difficult motherfuckers, too. Really? And they not. Pisces can't be wrong. Pisces can me wrong, and they have an arrogance to them. That's a woman thing. Black men don't cheat. Exactly. Women are never wrong. Black men don't cheat. Bullshit. All right, so yeah. I got a question. So the question I have is, how important do you think healing is when you're in the steps of trying to get over something? Because I can tell you, like, for me, I don't think I do good at healing when I'm trying to, like, move forward. I feel like I go through several phases, and then I just get to the point where I shut down completely before I take that step to open back up. All right, so my first thing is you have to acknowledge and understand that you need to heal. And it also depends on the relationship, the dynamic of the relationship that this came from. Because every relationship you need, I feel you, whatever relationship you're in, whether it's a three month, three year, 30 year, there was something that triggered you, shit's not working. You have to assess yourself at the end of the day. Because it's never just one person. I don't give a fuck what nobody's saying. There's no relationship that is always one, person one person's definite pull. That's 
kind verdict. You as a man may have unintentionally made her feel a certain way. Like I said, a lot of females deal with emotions over logic. So you pushed her to do something. Women who don't understand as well, because there's a lot of women that do not understand that men aren't emotional, but we respond to emotions as well. We're logic, but we need to feel as well. You can't have a man and not tell him you love him or acknowledge certain things for them that he's doing, especially if he's out there busting his ass for you every day. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes dudes feel a certain way. Like I said, because they're not getting that that love or that response. Like telling telling your dude thank you for just going to work and paying the bills does a lot for us. You know how much bullshit men deal with? Women deal with a lot of bullshit as well. So but everybody always acknowledges the women for that. Men you think so? Because I feel like women go underappreciated all the time. Nah, y'all can First of all, let's just go with our holidays. Mother's Day to Father's Day. You ever try to go to Mother's Day on City Island? Yeah. I mean, go to City Island on Mother's Day? Yeah. That shit is like going... It's impossible to get Exactly. Yeah. Father's Day on City Island, man, you can hit every restaurant in that bitch. Mother's Day, they get the flowers, they get... Whatever, it's uh that shit is like a national that shit is like Christmas time again. You wanna get your the mothers again, lobsters, you get all this shit. Father's Day, these niggas we get buckets of chicken. We may get a pair of sneakers, some slippers, a tie, some cologne. Like right there, it's off. Women get the acknowledgement. Y'all may not hear it as much as y'all wanna hear it sometimes, but y'all will always acknowledge it. Whether it be by us, society, women are always y'all the only y'all the most appreciated, unappreciated people in the world. Because women are underpaid, but they will also, but they will let y'all know y'all value. Men, especially black men, we ain't shit in this world. When you got a queen, my nigga. The queen's supposed to uphold her king likewise. We're the protectors, we're the providers. Y'all are our emotional support. Sometimes we don't get that. We gotta go and deal with this dickhead ass boss all day. Then coming home, we gotta deal with these dickheads in the route. And then we gotta come home sometimes and deal with that spouse that's nagging. Or that spouse that's unappreciated. <coughs> That takes a toll on you. That takes that takes a mental toll, physical and spiritual toll. You ever seen a dude who has a whole family and the family be looking great and he just be looking spent? Yeah. It's not the physical. It's the emotional. We can deal with the physical. The physical, we we built we're built for a tough man. We can deal with the physical. It's the emotional and the spiritual part that a lot of people don't understand. We like to feel appreciated too. We don't need it every single day, but you come home, you know what I'm saying? A hug, like baby, I appreciate the shit you do. You know shit like that? Ooh, boost a nigga more rap. I think I'm ready to go fight the world now. Like I said, it was part of the topic, but a little off. But um, but yeah, like I said.
going into these relationships and breaking up, there's always some self-evaluation. So you always, you have to learn from that shit and there has to be some healing. I feel like I, well, my problem used to be was that I would take on the bulk of things that's going wrong. Even if 90% of it was not my fault, I'd be feeling like that 10% takes over that little 90%. So like, for example, I had an ex where we was doing a lot of back and forth on and off. And it was like, when I would decide to give in, I knew in the back of my mind, like, when I finally was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna give this relationship another try. I always knew in the back of my mind, like, why are you doing this again? You're setting yourself up for failure. You already know what the pattern is gonna be. Why are you doing it again? And I kept doing it and doing it and doing it until I finally was just like, all right, enough is enough. I'm over the roller coaster. Like, I'm over it. And I took on all of that. I took on, because I kept giving him them chances, he kept doing what he's doing. I took on, because I had trust issues, this pushed him to continue. Like, you know, I kept putting that, I'm the, I'm the one that's at fault. Not realizing that it was taking two to tangle. Like, yeah, I was at fault for constantly putting up with it, but... He was at fault for constantly doing the same shit, even after chances was given to prove wrong. And this is why people need that time to heal because it took you, it took you later on to acknowledge that. Now, if you don't acknowledge where shit went wrong, what role you played in it, all you're gonna do is take that baggage into the next relationship. So now you already said you had trust issues. So now you're walking into a relationship, a new relationship. With trust issues issue. from somebody else, and you're not giving this person a fair shot. Right. So now they're going to be emotionally scarred now because they feel like, what the fuck? I'm taking the brunt of the damage for somebody else, and I'm not even the one who did this. Now y'all break up. You feel some type of way because you feel that you still feel like you got trust issues because you couldn't trust this person when you just put somebody else's bullshit on him. Now he has trust issues now, or he has emotional baggage now, because he just took the brunt of your shit for somebody else, so now he feels, oh, all y'all women do, or all women do are project their fucking, their hate from the last person on the new person. Mm-hmm. So it becomes a cycle. And then the cycle, and then no, and the problem is with those cycles are nobody self-evaluates. You have to step back. Before, like I said, if you want to go and fuck in between relationships, fuck. You can do that by all means. But if you're gonna, if you're, if you want to have a serious relationship, you have to evaluate yourself first. It's always whether you had a clean breakup, you had a bad breakup, whatever. Evaluate yourself. Give yourself time to. To know where you fucked up, acknowledge where you fucked up, and learn from that mistake before you walk into the next spot where else, like I said, you're doomed to fail and repeat the cycle over. That's just Have you ever had to be put in any situations where you've had to heal from? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. As, I mean, relationship wise. Relationship wise, yeah. Whether it be a 
a boyfriend girlfriend relationship, whether it be a parent son relationship, we all have those shit. We all have issues that we have to deal with. That some people just tuck and take to the grave with them. Me, I wear my emotion on my sleeve. So if I don't like you, you don't know I don't like you. That's just me. You say I can't, I can't, I can't fake that, Jack. Now, I'm not gonna make it uncomfortable. No, you won't know. No, you're gonna know. You're gonna see it in my face if yeah. you ask me. I'm gonna tell you. I don't fuck you. with you. I don't yeah. fuck with you. Plain and simple. I'm not gonna fake that, Jack. But. I'm one of the people that I, I gotta address it sooner or later. Because I've had issues, I've had personal issues that I let sit until I boil over. And then you look like the toxic person. Yo, I was just talking to my therapist about that. You look toxic when you, when you sit there and hold it because you're not addressing it. That is my problem right there. I will bottle shit up until I can't bottle it no more, and then I just be spazzing. And when I start spazzing, people look at me like, yo, what is wrong with this bitch? Like, all the time they don't realize that it's shit that I've been bottled up. But the yeah. one thing I can say is I give the warning signs. Like, I verbally give people warning signs. Like, if you're doing something that's pissing me off, I'm going to tell you, you're pissing me off. I, this is even in the work environment. Like, if there is something that's going on that's blowing mine, I'm going to say it. It's up to you to take heed to what I'm saying. You keep doing it and it keep building up. When I finally spaz out, I'm going to spaz the fuck out. Like, and I get, so many times I get looked at like, yo, something's really wrong with her. Like, she's dead. And it's not that I'm dead. Like, I felt like I've given no signs. You know? What I wouldn't do personally over the years is just say how I feel and walk away from it. And it works a lot better for me because I'm one of them people, once I get that shit off my chest, I'm not trying to revisit it. I still have to say it's done. I can move on with life. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? You just have to, sometimes you have to address shit right then and there. You don't have to be nasty about it. You don't have to be rude about it. Sometimes you have to. But I'm gonna address it then there like yo, I don't know what the fuck you did. That shit was fucked up. No, 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 because I can move on with my life. I'm not renting the headspace for you no more. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people do. And that's why a lot of people be fucked up. Like it'll be one small situation. And it will turn into something yeah. major over the littlest shit because you didn't address it right then and there. Sometimes you have to, not sometimes, you have to address it to when they happen. You can feel better about it. You say what you have to say and move forward. Because all you're going to do is harbor shit. And somebody will brush their teeth wrong or spill toothpaste in the sink. And now you're blacking. Like, yo, it was just a little bit of toothpaste. That's not the point. You did this and that, my nigga. I was like, how many weeks ago? That's me. I'll be, I'll be now we, now we're both arguing now because I'm because sometimes people just be caught on guard and be like the shit that you're arguing about is so minuscule. Yeah. But you don't let that shit sit and get to a certain and let it fester 
So it fucks up your head. See, my problem is I don't like to argue, but I like to argue. So I would wait for you to argue. I don't like to argue, but if the argument starts up, I'm gonna give you a run for your fucking money. I'm definitely gonna give you a run for your money. I, I can't argue. I could debate with her. I could debate all day with you. Once I get to, once I get elevated to a certain degree, I can no longer talk. Like once I get angry, all my words fly out the window. I just want to fight. That's why I don't argue. With you. It's like my sister. She don't have time to argue. Cause the minute she start arguing, she gonna want to fight. Like if you raise your voice too loud, no, I'll start fumbling my words. My words right. won't come out right. Cause I'm frustrated now. I, once I get angry, I get frustrated because I know the words, what I want to say, is not going to come out. Mm-hmm. So now it's fight or flight mode. So I try not to get angry. I try to stay level-headed. And like I said, I'll, I'm good for walking away. Some people be like, you can't walk away. No, I have to. Because I'm going to throw this fucking bottle at your face. Oh, wow. I'm very angry. No, very, no, it's angry, but I'm not going to formulate the words. Oh. Uh, the words I'm not going to formulate. These are going to, I have excellent sign language. Can't do, I can't do the talking. So now I have a question. Why do you think, what? Oh, doing that, I'm talking, man. Sorry, man. I want to know. Yeah. Why do you think it's so hard? For men to address their childhood traumas and heal from them. Because we're taught not men are supposed to handle that shit on their own. Men are not supposed to cry. Mentally, you gotta be tough. Mm-hmm. I don't know about so many dudes nowadays, but growing up, we had the older brothers, we had the older uncles that used to whoop our asses. Made you tough. You're a man. You're not supposed to cry. You're not supposed to do a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Especially in the black community. Black in, in the urban community. Because I'm not going to say black because it's Spanish people too. We were taught to be different. First of all, we we're already looked at as eight shit people. So you got to build a certain tolerance. Mm-hmm. You got you to gotta build yourself up. You got to supposed to be able to put that wall up. But then you're guarding off sometimes the best part of yourself. That's what I was about to say. You know what I'm saying? You don't realize that until later. And sometimes it takes... I don't even think y'all realize the toll that it takes on a woman when she's trying to not only be there for you in every aspect, but when she feels that you're hiding a part of you that you haven't healed from. Or when y'all unintentionally take out y'all frustration from shit that y'all haven't healed you know how much you know what toll it takes on us not to let y'all in the certain shit because we're in fear of being judged or looked at funny. There's a lot of shit. There's a lot of shit that we're and it's also our pride and ego too. Like I said, we're raised a certain way, and then certain shit you don't want to be judged at. And I love I love my women. But there'd be times where we could open up to y'all and then in the heat of an argument, y'all could throw that shit back in our face.
But um, like I said, men also keep a lot of shit to themselves because we don't want the shit that we've opened up to y'all for use against us. I'm not gonna hold you. I I respect that shit a hundred percent because I'm like that. Like when I I'm very closed off and I really don't like sharing shit with people. Because of the fear of somebody's gonna try and throw that shit back in my face. Yeah, and the minute somebody do that shit to me, I wanna fight. Yeah, of course. Ain't nothing worse than me opening up to you, you my you my joint, and I open up to you and we get to argument. And fuck you, your mama a crackhead. Bitch, <laughs> I took that shit in confidence. Like You know what I'm saying? Like what if what if that was a trauma like yo, my mom's left me at my grandma's house, my mother had a drug addiction. You know what I'm saying? My mom used to leave me in random spots. You know what I'm saying? To go get high. Or my mother done got, you know what I'm saying? Or if she did this, she took me with her and got high in, in front of in me. Front of yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? I, and I watched her suck dick for cracking shit. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, 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 that be some people's reality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And dudes would tell a chick, you females would be like, yeah, honey, I wanna, there's something you're hiding from me. No, 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 no. And the dude will open up. <clears throat> And she'll be sympathetic with him, and then I get to argue, fuck you, fuck you. Your mama's a crackhead, that's why your mama's a fucking crackhead. Now you done traumatized him all over again. Exactly. And now he don't feel comfortable sharing. Now he doesn't want to share, so now y'all yeah. break up. You done fucked him up for the next, you know what I'm saying, for the next person. Because he's going to feel like he can't talk to nobody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Female, and females are, gotta stop doing that shit. Yo, some of y'all ladies are It may be seeming funny, because it'd it be like, you know, when y'all, I feel like in arguments sometimes, there is no low blows. But, I do feel like that. And, but I feel like it depends on the, cir- the circumstance no. and the situation. Fuck that. If we're, if we're in a relationship, and we're arguing. See, that's that's what I mean. That's, that's one of the things. Different. That's different. That's different opposed to arguing with somebody in the street. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to have some type of you have to have some type of reserve. Yeah. Especially if this is somebody you're living with, somebody you may have kids with. Or somebody you're with, period. You have to have some type of reserve. Yeah. It's compromise, and you have to know sometimes when to pull back, when to move forward. But don't restraint goes yeah, a long restraint way. is definitely a big thing. Yeah. But don't fucking take something that I told you in confidence and use it against me. I would never forgive you. I will walk out on you right then and there. I don't give a fuck. Because if I because like I said, it's hard enough for us to open up to you as men. Unless you've been one of them dudes that been in therapy your whole life. It's hard for us to say what we have to say. And not worry about the shit coming back to us in a negative way. Do you think that more men should try therapy? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I just wish that we could break that stigma that's in like people of color that therapy is not good. Because honestly, like since I started taking therapy again, like I definitely see an eye opener and I like. I see where I need work at, and I know it's gonna take time, but it makes you feel like a better person. The problem, the problem with people with color is we feel like we always have it so strong, and the pride. It's the, the pride, pride and they feel, and they, and as people of color, we feel like whatever it is, we can handle it at home. 
But then y'all won't talk about it after. Or, so it goes, you're so sitting with people at home, and y'all still don't talk about it at That's home. That's what I'm saying. So it's it's, like, it's, it's it becomes unspoken. Cycle, yeah. yeah, it becomes unspoken, like, therapy. Why am I going to go tell some stranger my business? We can handle that home. Yeah. You need that stranger because that stranger is going to be unbiased. You're, if you're having, if me and you are in a relationship, and we can't get our shit straight, I can't have my friend or your friend be a peer mediator because at the end of the day there's a side already picked this is my friend Mm -hmm. this is your friend you need a neutral person that don't know it's from a hole in the wall who is trained to deal with these situations I feel like people be feeling more uncomfortable at the fact that they gotta be vulnerable that's the big thing and honestly that's the that's the big thing but it's the that's the biggest biggest thing with men too that's like the biggest thing with men the vulnerability. We're not supposed to be vulnerable. Like I said, we're supposed to be Captain Caveman. We're supposed to be in our chest and go hunt deer and fish, spirit, spirit fish, and all that. Who wants to be vulnerable? Nobody. Especially not as a man. Vulnerability is seen as a weakness. Yeah. You don't want to come off weak. Then, like I said, pride and ego. Is another thing too. That shit is very dangerous. In both men and women. And like I said, as a young very black man, we was taught, yo, toughen up, bro. So sometimes you just ate a lot of shit because you have to toughen up. So you go, like I said, and that shit. Some people don't have the mental mental strength to deal with that shit. Some niggas go crazy. Yeah. Have you ever been in a relationship where you had to kind of be the stepping stone for a person in their process of healing? We all have. We all have. We've all dealt with relationships where they had a fucked up family life or they had a fucked up ex that treated them wrong, whether it was physically, physical or mental abuse. See, the, I'm, I have not had to go through that. Okay. At least from what I know, I haven't had to go through that. Mix. So it's not a lot of physical abuse and a lot of spiritual and a lot of mental abuse with men. Even though it happens a lot more than you think, majority of niggas are going to make bitch up my dick. I'm out. Some niggas don't. Some niggas that relationship, he, they shit. I was already struggling, but we got together. We're banking. Our bills are paid together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is it. Shit started going rocky. She stopped pulling back on shit. Now he got to hustle. Or all the other way around. She has to pull back on something shit because now she got to work two jobs and make the shit pay. You're still dealing with that bum ass person who makes you feel like shit. It's the worst. Have you ever had to do therapy? Oh, you've done therapy before? Shit, I'm ready to go back. You really? You want to go back? That's dope. Nah, it's just... It's an outlet. It's an outlet. Sometimes you need to just get shit off your chest and not feel like you're going to be judged. Oh, that is dope. Now 
of them guys are open to therapy, and I wish more really was. That's because, like I said, it's a pride and ego thing. Sometimes you feel like you can fix yourself. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes, like I said, you just need an outlet without being judged. Your spouse may judge you. They may not judge you as much as other people might. But they may, you may have a feeling that you may just want to get out, that you don't want them to look at you funny. Or feel like, whatever. It could be, like, yo, it could be, I met some person that got a dope vibe. You're not trying to cheat on your spouse, but that person may intrigue you. You may want to be like, yo, this person is cool, nah, 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 nah. Mm-hmm. Your spouse may automatically think, okay, you're cheating. But you're going to cheat on me. That's just an example. You know what I'm saying? It could be anything. Yeah. It could be certain shit you just may not feel comfortable telling those close to you. You, you, got, you got people that are uncomfortable with their sexuality and make and fear ridicule or being judged. That's true. They need to go through the therapist. So the therapist is gonna be your therapist is gonna be neutral, they're not there to judge you. Exactly. We need that sometimes. We don't need something. People don't, people will listen to you, judge, and always have something to say instead of listening. People, like I said, people listen to you to comment and not to just be a ear. And that's where shit goes wrong sometimes. You may vent to somebody and they don't prejudge you off the shit. Yeah. Or they're not listening with the ears to listen and listening with the ears to respond. You just need sometimes you just need to be heard. That's true. That's what therapy's there for. That's true. I love it too. I love that response. That's very true. <clears throat> um, the last thing I have is what would you tell someone that maybe feeling like they can't open up or they're having a difficult time healing. I'm gonna start with you first. What I'm gonna say is hold everyone, all parties accountable and acknowledge what each person did, including yourself. Self-accountability is key. That is step one into healing. If you can't hold everyone accountable, how do you expect to move on from whatever it is that's holding you back? It's just not gonna happen. I kind of, I agree with that disagree. Why you disagree? Because somebody can only affect you if you let them. Yeah, but if, say there's a situation going on with you, and a family member, right? And you may not fuck with that family member no more, you may have cut that family member off, but their actions still in a way bother you and affect how you feel about them. 
Now, once you address it and you let it be known, well, I felt X, Y, and Z about you because of what you did, and you let them know, like, what you did was fucked up, that's the step forward into healing and getting past whatever that situation was. Like I, like I said before, the first step is acknowledging your part in it. Once you're accountable for yourself, everything else should flow through. You yes, hold other people accountable. But at the same time, don't let that be your go-to. Because yes, everybody's supposed to be held responsible for this for the shit that they've done. Mm-hmm. But people will not account for their roles and they start pointing fingers. That is true. Well, this person did this to me, or this person didn't do this for me, or this person didn't do that. Get the fuck up and handle it yourself. Yeah, but that's why I say, well, everyone, including yourself, accountable. Yeah, but everybody, but some people aren't that, some people are just delusional, and they feel that everything is somebody else's fault. That a delusional person ain't ready to handle. Yeah, but they'll be the first person to say that they're moving on. And that delusional person will That's like the people that sit there and say they're so unbothered, but they really be bothered. Like. I just want the pictures of Mario. Man, listen. Whatever the fuck it is that he's doing, teach me, Sensei. Please. Teach me. My thing is. It is cliche, but I don't care. Pray. My very first thing is to pray about it. Pray to whoever you pray to. Pray, ask for understanding, ask for guidance. My second thing is accountability. Hold yourself accountable. Three, understand that everybody's not true. People are not going to handle situations the way you do. That's a big one. I stamp that. That's my number two. Everybody's not going to deal with shit the way you do. Everybody's not going to handle the situation the way you do. And you have to be okay with that. That's that. Once you're okay with the next, what what comes next, you'll be able to just be like, it's whatever. Next thing is to understand that everybody may not agree with you. Some well, people some people don't see the error of their ways till later on. Fuck y'all, Frank's there, definitely. But you have to be, like I said, you have to be vigilant within yourself and understand that shit so you can sleep better at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Long as you know you tried what you were supposed to do and handled what you were supposed to handle within that situation, you could go to sleep unbothered. And that be the main shit with a lot of people. It'd be so much unsettled shit and they don't try to settle it. If I try to settle it with you and you dub me, I know I tried. Because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna come to you if I'm not trying to legitly do it and move Yo, on forward. I do that and I just be like, once I try, it's like I right, when I try, fuck it. And they be like, yo, bro, you saying you tried, fuck it, like, you know how nonchalant that is, like it's not nonchalant. 
And I'm like, it's not nonchalant. I'm, I put the initiative in to try. Because I'm not letting that person take up that much space in my head. Like, and I, let, I used to let people do that shit and let that and shit And that shit drives me crazy. And, and, you take your, and you take your anger out on other people. Yep. And you're giving that vibe that they gave you, you're passing it on to everybody, to everybody else. else. I can't yeah. afford to do that. I, I don't want to walk into my house with a fucked up vibe when everybody's been having a, a great day. Yo, you put the damper on the whole house and you come on fucked up. Now everybody's waiting on you because you walked in with that energy. Mm-hmm. Like going home, when I'm on the train going home and shit, I put my headphones on, I unwind. I breathe deep and try to get myself together before I walk in the house because I don't want to walk into the house with that bad vibe. Bad and what you have to understand is some people will intentionally pass their negative energy onto you so they can have a good time. People do that shit. People are energy vultures out here. I do not like that. You got, far yeah, you gotta protect your energy. Mm-hmm. And that's also downward healing too. You have to acknowledge that some people are just fucked up. Do your part. Once your part is done, or you attempted to do your part, and that person did does whatever, whether they acknowledge you, they don't acknowledge you, they accept whatever, they don't accept it. You did your part in that role. You played your role. You played your role. Now you can go to sleep with a clear conscience. Clear mind. Sometimes, like I said, you're... You have better nights. Yeah, you have way better nights. Everybody's not going to agree on everything. Everybody's not going to look at this shit the same way you did. Everybody's priorities aren't the same. You got some people that can be arguing with people for a dollar and not talk to them for 20 years. Play your role. Much. You gotta play it's your role. That's too much energy. It's way too much energy. Mm-hmm. But people don't, but like I said, people are so on the defense. Lots of times they don't understand what it is. They don't understand because they're constantly on defense. So they're constantly playing defense. They're, pro- they're constantly guarding. Yeah. They don't know what to take the shot yeah. because they're always guarding. Here's the ball. What are you going to do with it? You're going to pass the shoot. Yeah. It's wild, man. It is. It's wild. People just got to get their lives. Big time. It's your damn life, y'all. Yeah. It's a big thing. Get y'all shit together, man. You're being so much happier. So much happier. This is a good episode. I feel like he was talking to me. And I was the whole point of the episode was to be talking to somebody else but you see like listen everybody sometimes people come in and people you hear you hear that message for yourself that's a fact oh y'all got health insurance a lot of that therapy should be free with your health insurance so y'all got no excuse or hey you know i'm about to plug in my therapy listen if you're looking for some therapy Check out betterhelp.com. You can do therapy from your home. And they have fucking, uh, what you call it? Virtual? Yeah, it's virtual. You can either do like video calls, you can do regular phone calls. You're doing it from home or wherever you feel comfortable. 
whatever is a comfortable space for you, you can do it there. Like, and they also have financial aid help. When they go, what's that way? You can also check out the EAP, I believe it's .com or .org. One of them check out the EAP. They have programs and all that as well. And it ranges. It's not just mental health shit. It's a lot it's of shit. Trump. It's all kinds of shit. All kinds of shit on there. Relationships. They have therapists for kids. Your kid is having a hard time. You know these kids is wilding out through this pandemic shit. Because they've been home all day. Yeah. Like, listen. Get some help. It's no joke. It's beneficial. It's helpful. Get some help. Trust and believe. You want to give them your plugins for the clothing and everything? I haven't worn my shirt in a while because, you know, it's summer. For some time. But I got, I got time. the keys. You got the keys to pop it for Once again, Primal Luxury. You can find me on IG at Primal, Lu- at Primal Luxury CEO. That's Primal underscore Luxury underscore CEO. Um, Sweatsuits, short sets. Um, shorts are out right now and they're moving quick. Holla at me, man. Like I said, I do deliveries. I do mail.